Are you struggling to get more bookings? I've made no secret that I get over 90% of my clients through Google AdWords. It is hands down the most powerful advertising method I've come across. If you're serious about growing your business, Ryan and I personally created an AdWords course just for listeners. Visit courses.superboothers.com for more info. Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. And I'm Ismail. I just did. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> a fabulous, extravagant, <laughs> fantastic event. First of all, first of all, there was actually two flipping amazing events that I did. Like, and I mean just the first one was just a ridiculous amount of money for a wedding. Which is the funny thing is the bride didn't care. Is there such a thing as a ridiculous amount of money for a wedding? I don't know. I, I challenge that. What do you mean? There doesn't seem to be a ridiculous price for a wedding. People just spend as much as they want. Um, you know, well, so this is that's part two of what we're going to talk about today. However, part one. Um, Sorry, I didn't get the agenda. My apologies. No, no worries, because I'm making it up as I go along. Anyways, so the first event that I did was just this ridiculously fabulous wedding. And I mean, we had three very large floral chandeliers hanging from this massive ceiling. We had, you know, $1,000 centerpieces, three of them on like every table. Like it was just, it's just an obscene amount of money. So I've noticed kind of two trends really happen. So whenever I first kind of came into the industry, I would say that about half of them the dad paid for or the family paid for and the other half, the couples paid for them. I will say that now 90% of weddings, the couples pay for the wedding. Really? Would you agree? I haven't really thought about it, but that's actually really interesting because it wouldn't be what you expect, right? Cause it seems like more people are living at home for longer. Uh, people are not as financially comfortable at a young age. So you think that they would rely on their parents more. So I'm just curious why that shift happened. You know, I will say this. I will say that parents most definitely contribute for the, but for the most part, I will say that the trend that I have seen is brides and grooms, brides and brides and grooms and grooms pay for the weddings themselves. It is more common for that to happen versus when I first started out in the industry, whenever it was kind of 50, 50, like, you know, the bride's parents would pay like what traditional etiquette would say. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, I paid for my own wedding. I, I see. Yeah, I kind of viewed that as a point of pride that I could do it all on my own. So I did it on my own. So I'm part of the statistic. Well, you are. You are. Thank you for the live illustration of what I'm trying to accomplish here. Uh, this, uh, the father was like some big oil guy. They just spent a ridiculous amount of money. They shoved the photo booth in the back, as always, which I just think is just such a travesty. However, they did it. The uh, this was the one where uh, the planner called me uh, the day before talking to me about setup time. I'm like, um, no, like this is what it is. I can't let, change let me it at ask this you, point. Like you said, it was a travesty putting the photo booth somewhere in the back with an event like that. Yeah. with All that money. Event planners are probably running at everything. Do you even try to advise them otherwise or do you just follow their order? 
No, no, no. I I have given up a long time ago. I th- this may come new even if it's be- even if it's better. For this them. may come to you as news. Um, I'm a little bit of a controlling person. No, stop. No, stop. No. So I I do like to take control a little bit. Whenever I'm a photo booth person, I am the hired help. You tell me where to go. That's where I will stay. I don't care if, and this is this is the thing is, if there's a planner involved, I'm not going to about to step on anyone's toes. I'm not about to say anything, yeah. probably because I know a little bit more than you. But nope, I'm not going to say anything. I will say that's just. I will say when there's planners involved, I am afraid of stepping over, like or at least looking like I'm trying to step over their toes. If it's a situation where I'm speaking directly to the person hosting the party, or you know, maybe the family of the bride or something like that. I'd feel more obligated to kind of say, hey, guys, you know, I've done this before many times, and it's better if you do it this way. Yeah, so I will say if it is going to be at a horrible, horrible, horrible spot, I will speak up and I will say something. If there's a planner involved, keep my mouth shut. That's where she told us to go. I'm so sorry. However, there are times where I have been with a planner that's not as experienced, and in that in that case, I will say something like, excuse me, you might want to put it over there because of X, Y, Z and explain my reasoning as to why. So, however, with this planner, um, she was screaming at me on the phone. Oh, no, because. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I wasn't going to talk about this, but you know what? Here it comes. So sorry, sister. Uh, funny enough, I have actually known this individual uh, since I first started my career 15 years ago. And she uh, called uh, the office line. I pick up. Thank you for calling Urban Events. This is Ryan. How can I help you? Are you local? Uh, local to where, ma'am? It, seriously, I'm not even making this up. I said, local to where, ma'am? And she told the city. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, how can I help you? She starts unleashing on me. I'm a wedding planner, blah, 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 blah. I couldn't find your phone number, blah, blah. I mean, she starts screaming and she goes, my name is blah, 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 blah. I'm a wedding planner. And I said, oh, so-and-so, it's Ryan. Ryan? I said, yes, it's Ryan. There was a short pause and she goes, Ryan. I didn't know this was you. And then she pretend and then continued to scream at me. You don't have your phone number on your website. Do you know who I am, sister? Seriously. Do you know how many website audits I've done? Do you know who the f*** I am? I am so sorry. She continued to scream. I said, you can stop screaming at me now. How can I help you? Ugh, fix it. I want to say her name so bad, but I'm not. But anyways, I said, ma'am... The website, the phone number is on every page of the website at the bottom. I said, if you're on a phone, there's actually a little button that says call. There's an e-. She goes, you don't have your email in your contract. There's no phone number in your contract. Top right hand corner. So I don't know what page she was looking at, but everywhere I looked, there was contact information. So anyways, she continued. She stopped screaming. She was, well, I'm so sorry. And I just had a rough day and blah, blah. I'm sorry. I had a rough day too. You don't hear me screaming at you for screaming at me. I mean, it, it, it it was just so interesting. So anyways, I had found out that she had done, uh, an NFL players wedding 
and was really preoccupied with that one. And this wedding kind of went by the wayside. So she wasn't paying attention. So funny enough, she actually put a Facebook post the other day and she said that a DJ, that she emailed a DJ uh, asking what the requirements were. She said two hours before, she goes, file this under, you can't make this up. She said two hours before, he sends an email saying that he needs a table and a tablecloth. And oh, I'm, no. I'm looking at myself, I'm like, you cannot procure a table and a tablecloth within two hours. I, I mean, I, I this is and not that, and I really didn't want to do this, but I, I mean, I just kind of got a little bit heated on the subject. If you're a wedding planner, just solve the problem. And the only reason why I can say this is because I've been one. I mean, that's your job. It, it is. It is more than my job. It has been my livelihood. I did. I did. I've been doing weddings literally since I graduated kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. I wasn't prepared because this literally just happened about an hour ago. To mm. me. And I don't know what you can do about clients, whether they're planners or not, that just don't pay attention. So very shortly, what happened to me is that we had an event today, 6 to 8 p.m., right? The attendant yeah. gets there, and the attendant calls me. He's like, hey, what time's the event? 6 to 8 p.m. Well, the client's very upset. They said it's 8 to 10. I'm checking no, through man. all my stuff. The contract says 68. She's like, I'm going to grab the contract and I'm going to be out here. I'm going to show you. Okay. You're wrong. Very Please upset. Do. No. She Go goes ahead. in, she grabs the contract. What does the contract say? Six to eight. And then she's like, never mind. And it bothers me so much because what can you do to prevent that? It's literally, you put the time everywhere. You sign off on the time. We confirm the time with you. There's, we talk about the time all the time. I don't know what you can do to avoid stupidity or just people not paying attention. So this is – I will – I'm so glad you asked. So what I have is I send out um, – again, a lot of stuff is automated. I will send out an automated confirmation eight days out from the event and again four days out that says here are the times that we have. This is what is going on. On there, it says we will arrive one hour prior to – prior to setup unless it says otherwise on your contract i i also have the same kind of reminders and notifications i think sometimes some people just don't pay attention like she was convinced it was eight to ten even though that was not anywhere anywhere even in the contract that she held and had ready to complain with like she had a printed contract that she signed (laughs) that's the thing is you need to get signatures on all this stuff whenever a caterer has their beo has final guarantee which is the number of um guests that they're confirming and that the caterer plans to have food for all that stuff times all those details are signed off on this is something that should never be a surprise but anyways this is what wasn't what i wanted to discuss before before you move on i didn't want to do an event session i think the takeaway is i'm glad it wasn't the contract because as soon as she pulled that out and realized she was wrong conversation ended it turned into a very pleasant experience so have everything dotted up and cross your eyes, dot your T's, have everything written down and automated. It makes life a lot easier. I don't think I've deleted an email since 92. Yeah, there's no need to delete emails. So anyways, at this like crazy wedding, um, we got shoved in the back corner. So I confirmed the time with the planner. I said, this is what I, I go. You don't need to give me anything. I will come with everything. And I guess the venue had some issues uh, with the floor. It's a museum and they're very protective of the floor. So, okay, yeah, it's all covered with, you know, rubber and 
cloth and nothing's touching the floor. You're fine. And they shoved us in the back corner. We took maybe a total of eight photos the entire event. Someone figured out within the last 20 minutes that the photo booth existed. I will say about 100 people came running towards me the last 20 minutes of this event. Hurtling. And the bride was like, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. She's like, can we pay you more? And I'm I'm like, at that time I was, normally I would say yes, but I was just kind of done. I just wanted to get out of there. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. We have another event at midnight. Where are we going to go? I'm going to bed. <laughs> I've got another event starting at a 1 a.m. I've, I've got to yes, go. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We have a club downtown that needs the photo booth immediately. I'm so sorry. It's an emergency. No. So she, uh, it turned into a great thing. We, we, I stopped printing. The bride didn't care. We ran in and took photos as fast as they can. And they turned it into like this big magical game. And you know what? It was fine. I just hate that we got shoved in the back corner. But you know what? What do I know? I've only been doing this my entire life. Um, There's a lot of profit entity in this episode make sure there there there's a there's a there's a lot of beeps there's a lot of beeps um so anyways uh on to the next event so the next event i did a reverse green screen ah this did you see that that was very cool yes so what i did is i put a regular white backdrop uh on the back end of the software i put uh the green screen replacement and what i did is i used a cloth green screen um, or a green screen blanket, if you will, uh, a little invisibility cloak and use that in front of, uh, the white background. And we really created some pretty awesome boomerangs. How did, how did people like it that they were there using it? First of all, I booked three on the flipping spot, like at full rack rate. Someone goes, can you go to Houston? Can you go to Dallas? Can you go to LA? absolutely let's hop on a plane actually no the other one was washington dc not la i'm happy to hop on a plane for you with my little my little photo booth why do you think people like it's really not that complicated it's just no it's basically a blanket right sure people so drawn to it that they is it just because it's so different than what they've seen what do you think causes that no i think that everyone is so used to you know guess what this photo booth does you take three pictures and two strips pop out. Isn't that so cool? I mean, no, like it takes a lot more to impress people. So, and again, it was a super, super, super simple setup. The software is something that literally everyone in this industry has access to. I just applied it in a different way. Now, was there a theme where that gave you this idea or how did this come about? Like, why'd you do that? Yes. I'm so glad if you go back a couple episodes, uh, it was, it was the yes episode. Yes. So the client at which one? Yes. (laughs) So the client, the client asked me, she goes, we're doing a globe party. I said, let me handle this. Let me do my thing. She gave me carte blanche. Funny enough, I, I showed her the the sample whenever I first got set up and she took one of the first photos. She It was just so exciting because absolutely no one has done this before that they have seen. And what was great is that it was at an art museum. It was an art event. Mm, it fits perfectly. They were, they were creating their own art. I mean, it was just amazing. No, it fits the theme perfectly. And really, it wasn't, like I said, that complicated for you to put together. It's just the ability to you know, notice those things and actually do them. For sure. For sure. 
So I was really excited about that one. But so the next part um, of what I wanted to discuss is there's a little TV show that I saw on TLC, the learning channel. And no, it's not my 600 pound life, even though I do watch that pretty often. I don't know what's going on right now, but please proceed. While eating a tub of ice cream and Cheetos. Anyways, so this episode or this uh, new TV series is called I Want That Wedding. And what they do is they take a newly engaged couple and they clearly have two different opinions on what their wedding budget should be. Clearly the groom wants it to be lower. Clearly the bride wants it to be higher. So their wedding planner takes them to three different price point weddings. And it's a great, it's a great show. And I don't watch wedding shows. I never have. Um, I, I was offered a wedding show back in like 2004 and I turned it down. I'm so glad I did. Um, It was, go ahead. That that just seems like an opening for me to ask what happened there. What what was that about? Sure. So um, I actually got offered two wedding shows. One was Platinum Weddings. Another was Whose Wedding Is It Anyway, which was really popular, you know, way back in the day. Um, The producers came to me. I actually got um, Platinum Platinum Weddings first And the client that I had at the time didn't want it to be on TV because they weren't being compensated. Um, TV shows now, they'll absolutely compensate you. Then they really weren't. um, And the client was really private, um, which was fine. I mean, it was, you know, I didn't carry the way. Um, Who's Wedding Anyway came along after. And it was uh, the producers came to you with kind of a sleazy um, reality show kind of gimmick. Um, they really wanted like conflict. They wanted, you know, but the, truthfully, what they came to me was they wanted, they wanted one family who didn't agree with who their, you know, child was marrying, I guess. Um, so with that one, I, I couldn't sell that to any of my clients and I just didn't really want it. So another competitor in my city actually got it. And why are you glad you didn't do it? Uh, you know, I, First of all, I think the first wedding that I would have done that would have been filmed crashed and burned. I mean, crashed and burned like there was uh, a thunderstorm. There was hail. It was freezing. There was like water coming up from underneath the tent. I mean, it was just just a disaster, like literally like nothing that I did. It was just actual natural disaster. I don't know. I just I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't do it. It reminds me of uh, Gary V. He actually was talking about how. He was offered a like a wine TV show yeah. on TV, and he turned it down. And it was such a hard decision at the time because that's what he was known for was the wine library. Yeah, uh, it ended up being the best thing that he could have done because it allowed him to focus on other stuff. I hope, I hope so. I hope that's what Super Brothers turns out to be. But, <laughs> but you know, I'm I, I was really young back then. I mean, really, really young. Um, I I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know how it would have turned out. Uh, I mean, it could have been a great thing. I think uh, the competitor that ended up getting it was on for like three or four seasons. And I, I mean, I never really paid attention. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, I'm, I'm sure it would have been a great experience. I'm glad I didn't do it because I've learned so much more since then. I mean, that's a great sign. I think I always want to be learning more. If I don't look back next year and think about how stupid I was right now, 
I consider yeah. my life a failure. Like you should always be looking back and saying, I didn't know anything back then. Otherwise you're not growing. So anyways, um, that's kind of what that was about. So on, onto this TV show, um, there was a wedding planner that is taking them to three different price point weddings, a 20,000, a 40,000 and a $65,000 wedding. Um, I think this, first of all, whenever I did planning, I would never take another client to another client's wedding. I just think that's inappropriate. Like, it just seems it just has like this wedding crasher vibe, I guess. Can I guess which when you get there, I want to guess which wedding option they picked. Sure. What do you mean? Like I assume they're gonna have to pick which price option they prefer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, they go to the first wedding, which ended up being the twenty thousand dollar one. There was a great venue. They had fried chicken, um, which kind of fit the theme. I mean, it was kind of awesome for the couple. Um, you know, they had a standard DJ, uh, they did, uh, an ice sculpture and had, uh, an ice carver carving it live. Um, I mean, so it had its touches. Um, then they went to the $65,000 wedding, which was, you know, downtown rooftop, crazy floral budget. There was a suspended cake. Um, they had like these little glow stick, you know, uh, thing for the bridal party whenever they went in for their first dances. Um, they, I mean, really what was impressive to me was the flower budget for this one. Cause I mean, that was a lot of money in flowers. Um, and then the last wedding they went to was the $40,000 one where they had an aerialist, uh, they had a limited bar. It was on the queen Mary. Um, I mean, they really did a lot of cool touches. Um, so they had to guess after which one was, which, um, I believe it was the $65,000 wedding that did have a photo booth. Uh, and if anyone knows who was on the show, please let me know. Um, and they had priced it out at six ninety five. So this is the thing: is whenever I got first started in this industry, um, my Super Sweet Sixteen was kind of coming out. I thought that show was just great for our industry. You know, it convinced clients to spend more. Keep in mind, this was before the market tanked. Um, but no, they were just spending money left and right. They wanted – I would have clients come to me and say, what cool thing can we do that hasn't been done yet? I haven't had that happen to me in a while. Um, but no, but it was just it was just great. You know, versus whose was whose wedding is it anyway was really more, I think, geared towards um, not necessarily the drama, but more things that can go wrong um, and people kind of thriving off that versus – you know, the industry of it, the spending money part of it. So what I love about this show is that it kind of, you know, puts people into a mentality of, okay, well, this is actually what things cost. It's funny how I feel like these shows reflect the reality of the time, right? So the economy's going great. Everyone's got money to blow. Super Sweet 16. You go yeah. into a crisis, everyone's trying to save money and all these frugality and money-saving shows come out. So yeah, it's not that I blame the show. I just think the show reflects, you know, the current environment that we're in. Absolutely. So I, I really appreciated the show. I really enjoyed, you know, everything that I guess a, a potential bride would learn from it. So it next, I haven't heard about that show. Yeah, I think it just came out. I don't know, but it was a little, I found it interesting. So anyways. So if you have seen I Want That Wedding, please let us know what you thought about it. Go to our Facebook group. And if you want Ryan to star in his own wedding special, <laughs> oh, please God. let us know in the Facebook group. I love to see that. You know, this is the thing is I'm really glad I, I have changed so much since then. Like back then, 
it was something I absolutely would have done. I think under it, there's a reason why it didn't happen. And I'm really thankful for that. But anyway. Yeah, we're here now together. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you haven't already, check out our new e-course, Google AdWords. It is available at courses.superboothers.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>